Come on! It's to get louder. You wouldn't last two seconds at practice, I tell you. How are you doing, Miles? I'm fine, man. <laughs> I'm all right. Okay, he's a bit <laughs> yeah. dazed. He's a bit confused. I am a bit dazed, actually, a bit, today. I had a couple of beers yesterday, well. and I just feel... I'm not hungover. I'm just a bit... Um, yeah, I'm a bit hazy. My brain isn't as what? sharp as it normally is, so I might What's not be lemonade? my normal. <laughs> just some lemonade. I've got some sparkling water whilst you're nursing yeah, a glass of uh, Chardonnay or something. But yes, this is Detroit Spinners. How's your week been? Good. Yeah, I got um, rid of a lot of boxes, so that's interesting. Good yeah, Gary listening. had a stack of Amazon boxes in his little <laughs> pokey flat, and he's finally decided to unwrap them and see what's actually in them. Any no, nice no, discoveries? No, I opened them, open, open them all. They were all empty boxes. I don't order stuff and then oh, just right. leave it sit there. Oh, okay. They were just empty boxes. I couldn't be bothered to get... But yeah, I, I removed my name from the address. You know. <laughs> Do you really? You get rid of... have to unfold them and flatten them. It took me about eight trips to the bins. There was so much, you know, I couldn't carry them. <laughs> I'm a strongish man. I'm but you what you you literally take the name off the individual labels. Yeah, because in case because I worked in fraud, so you know, people that's how people <laughs> can impersonate you. Do they it's do that? Pathetic. Seriously. It yeah, is they, it's pathetic of them, yeah. It's annoying. That's so weird. Just I just had you have a little biro going, Oh, I'm not gonna work my identity out. <laughs> no, I had a little knife and I cut it out, cut <laughs> out my name. It took bloody ages, <laughs> mate. Bloody ages. It's like you're making a hostage note on <laughs> taking the yeah. stuff out. Uh, I had uh, I had a finger up my ass. Did you really? Yeah, I did. Everything's Why? fine, right? Was it because I was having pain there? And he my god, he I'll tell you what, they wiggle it about more than I think than they need to. And he did, he did, he said to me, he said to me before he did, we were, he was about to go in, he said, by the way, do you want before to Before he's about to go in. Yeah, before he's saying, get on the bed. And, I'm yeah. going to stand and behind then, this. Uh... Stand behind it, could be anyone. Yeah. It's the doctor, luckily. <laughs> oh, God. But no, he said, do you want a chaperone? I said, what? no, it's all right. A chaperone? He's a young fella. Was he? Too young to be a doctor. Well, just what? As in someone to stand there and watch, like another nurse or doctor? Yeah, like someone else to come in to make sure they're not... It's embarrassing enough. It was your dignity in Exactly. I don't, I, either way, you know, he's still putting his finger up there. So if he gets pleasure yeah. from it, what's it? what else is he going to do? Put, put another one up. I don't know. But yeah, luckily, no, Everything okay? no abnormalities were found. I've no never had the... Um, I've never had it done. Never had I'm it surprised done. you haven't. because I've been prodded in... In other places, but never that place. Mars has had his testicles held by many men and, and women. <laughs> GPs can be women as well. So, yeah, no, yeah. I've kept my dignity for a That's while. That's worse. <laughs> That's the worst thing. I'd prefer, I'd prefer a finger up ass, but it was, it was weird. He puts it in, it's quite, he uses a lot of Vaseline. Or when he's in there, he's, it's like the beckoning something, you know, if you're beckoning, like, come on. <laughs> it's like that. I was oh, like, oh, oh, oh. He, said, he said, tell me if it gets uncomfortable. And I told him it was that a, it carried on, this, but... I said, well, I could go to the moment when I walked through the door. That was, that was pretty yeah, uncomfortable. This is uncle, this whole, when I rang up to really get this appointment. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I had to explain to the receptionist, who's not a medical professional, what my problem was. 
Oh, I mean that is the worst actually I have been I've been there before when you call up at eight o'clock to get an appointment because that's what you have to do these days 8 30 in mine yeah it's just ridiculous and then you have to call up and say uh may I ask what the problem is um well yeah not really definitely not <laughs> you really can't because yeah. I know oh god well I'll tell you what whilst we're talking about embarrassing moments oh well I... just to get on I was gonna say oh let me okay well so Mars How's your week been? And I know some of this, but I don't know anything. Okay. You so I, what you're about to hear, you won't hmm. believe. Well, what? they did find out last week because I told them. Anyway, it was yeah. my first, they call it a taster session for the choir that I've joined. The West End Musical Choir. Uh, all right. Is it, <laughs> is it for the uh, priests to taste? There was the no priests. It was uh, just a bunch of people who love musical theatre and love singing in an amateur capacity. But it was in this church in Oxford Street on a Tuesday evening. Before the session, I decided to have a pint. And I did have to have a couple of cigarettes and break my rules this that day because it was just too nerve-wracking. Even you just saying that now, I can't help but... <laughs> So that is and, pathetic. It is pathetic. So yeah, no, do light up and joy. Anyway, I went with my friend and you walk through and they said, Oh, are you a baritone, a soprano, or a tenor, or whatever? I was like, Oh, I don't know, just what, what you're do you not, think you're neither. Like? You're not you don't have a deep voice. So you're apparently, not a baritone, uh, but you're certainly not a soprano. Apparently I'm a, a tenor or a tenor, as close right. to What's that, that yeah. in between a baritone? I think so, I think so. It's like a kind of low voice, but you can be a bit it's like a sort of medium voice, as I how understand. Do, how it. do they yeah, how do they how do they tell you? Do you literally speak to them nothing? Just... I just spoke and then obviously my voice is semi deep yeah your voice comes out yeah Yeah. (laughs) so take me shepherd me off to these pews where i sit there and uh, no 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 and then you get uh you have to bring out the printed lyric sheet and it's got sheet music and i can't read sheet music anyway long short of it it was really fun. I did sort of jump straight in there. Though. You do all these vocal exercises. We have to go, la, 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 la. You have to like wiggle your, your face. Own. You're doing no, it no, no, it's every, everyone. Yeah, so you know. And so you feel immediately at ease. But once the song started, and it was a song from, let me check it out. It's called, uh, it's from Wiz the Musical, which is like an African-American version of Wiz of Oz. Um, right. It's got is like it Michael racist? Jackson and... <laughs> It's not oh, good, racist. Michael Jackson. Well, he's all right, yeah. yeah. So if it's got Michael Jackson in, it must be. And Diana Ross. So it was a song from that. I'd not been familiar with the song before, um, and I've never seen the musical either. It was okay. The woman next to me, she said, you have a lovely voice. And I just said. Oh, well. <laughs> it's true. She's... It's true. No, it's true. But they are um, yeah, they're but... just such a specific sort of person. You know what I mean by that? It's well, lovely theatre lovies. Um, you know that they're very much into the arts. You know that Amdrami vibe. Very different yeah, well... to sort of people that I hang out with. Yeah, you. you. Oh, well, let's test that. What she said. Because um, <laughs> no. since they heard my voice at the beginning, I, I did a um, bit of singing. What? Do you know what? Do you know what? I can't. You have to come to the final performance. Once we're, oh, once we're going to do that, I can get no, you. I want to hear you on I can your take own. you a ticket. I'll get you a ticket. with 13 blokes, <laughs> isn't it? Well, <laughs> this is what's good about so choir, because you you're part of a mass. You know, you're part of a collective. Yeah, yeah. So you don't you have don't, that you're pressure. You're never sort of... But... Is there one of the choir who's, like, got a solo bit? Because usually... They do no, like, no, no. I'm thinking of, a... um, thinking of Sister Act. Yeah. <laughs> is that what it's like? Yeah, I, I want to be... I'm like the sort of... The sort of larger woman in Sister Act. That's me. Oh, yeah, she was good. And uh, I, that's that's my aim. By the end of it, I want to sing to the Pope. Like the larger what... woman. <laughs> I don't know. Well, you know, that's going to lose his fans. But, but I know I shouldn't say that. But she's a, a bigger person. You're very sniffly today. 
Oh, okay. Leave that comment in so the listeners okay. understand. Okay, so Don't I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to do my best to cut all of the sniffles out. If you are, if you feel no, I'm coming very, on, Gary, mute. Yeah, just mute. I'm very, I'm very apologetic. Yeah, but it's un- it's unconscious, so I just. I no, but I won't. Okay, go, okay. Tell again. me if I do it. No, I know I did it then because it's like testing it out. The sure, theory. Sure, sure, sure. I try not to do it again. Sure, sure, sure. Thanks. Okay, let <laughs> me so know much. if I do. Anyway, I'm going to sing to the Pope, but better still. Uh, this week I went to see the Moulin Rouge. Uh, in London's glittering West End, which was bloody brilliant. Avec moi? <laughs> That's you uh, how you, you had sex with me. Bloody, bloody love French women. Yeah, me too. Bloody, bloody love them. Anyway, yeah. so once that had finished, came out, and there was... Um, That's a uh, good review. Was, you haven't was, said anything. You didn't say anything about <laughs> yeah, it. I went to a musical. Your, your review is Mom! what happened afterwards. So Idris Ilba was there filming the new uh, Luther film. And he just walked past us. Really? Pretty what, amazing. Was he filming? Were you in the film? Was it a thing in the film? Oh no, no, they, they, they I didn't get there. <laughs> he was just relaxing offset. No, he, he yeah, they were filming a scene. They were filming a proper scene. He walked past me. And yeah, but, but I'm saying if he walked past you in the scene, you'd probably be in the background. No, no, I, no, 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 no. I wasn't in the back. I was like a voyeur to the scene that was happening. Oh, I see you looking onto this. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. That's my little claim to fame. So good week, I'd say. If anyone is looking for a bit of a feel-good factor, though, I would actually recommend joining a quiet. It does make you feel energetic. Yeah. You know, your adrenaline does rush. And it's nice to feel... Um, it's a very happy thing to do, you know. Very, so is this a choir or methamphetamine? <laughs> Either those, one. A lot of that is done by... Either them. one. You can do one at home. You, do, you can sing at home as well. Anyway, I wanted to talk... So today, sorry, we are discussing... This this week we are discussing uh, uh, Series 3, Episode 7, 13th of December 2003. XFM's Christmas presents to the guys. Carl not buying for Suzanne, the birds and the bees. Baby what give birth to a baby. Uh, Rockbusters revisited. Lord of the Rings is shit. Nerdlingers, the English language. Carl in film this week is Scrooge. Cheeky freak of the week. The 70 year old who is 38. And Monkey News this week is about an aeroplane passenger complaining that they have no nuts i'll put a link uh, to <laughs> a link to the show in the description and you can listen oh, to nice. that and when you've done that you can come back for our little debrief oi oi hello so how would they know how could they pause ours in that they exact pause ours and then that come back when moment. we say hello so how would they resume they, it then because if they went off ours wouldn't the the timer go back to zero no 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 it wouldn't that's the great oh, thing so about great. Uh, these apps it stops there if you listen to a podcast oh. or had any interest in the audio medium you know you would know that i'm not a good speaker <laughs> anyway, <laughs> that's true. yeah you just said about everything that was in the episode there so that's but that's now we done. don't need to mention it we can just talk about the greatest hits of this show so what does what were your oh before actually sorry guy before we get started coming up we've got <laughs> we've got don't ever favorite... interrupt me like that again i know no but i have to say this to just to tease know, it okay. to tease you know favorite quotes oh, yeah. xfm the community and afterlife series 3 dropped last week on a friday i believe at 8 a.m so there's been time for some critical reaction and some fan reaction both positive and negative so we're going to discuss our thoughts on that and yeah just the wider discussion around it yeah neither of us watched it in full so we can't no, so comment. you can oh, kind you of gather it. our thoughts already. So yeah, what are yeah. your thoughts? Sorry. Yeah, it's a good one. It's not my favorite. I like the Christmas episodes because I I usually listen to them around Christmas, and it's like if I get to it in the middle of the year, I'd skip past it. 
because it's like right. I don't want a Christmas episode. So it kind of reminds me of that. But as an episode, kind of when I was listening back to it, it wasn't as fulfilling, fulfilling yeah. as I yeah. remember it. It was okay. I mean, Carl in a film is just just the best, just because of that one word, yeah, or two words. It, that's just it's all you need. It's it's it turns that from an average Carl in a film with no laughter. It's, it's nothing particularly funny in it. That makes it brilliant. That makes yeah. it incredible. Monkey uh, Rockbusters wasn't, you know, it's all right. Um, Some call this the worst rockbusters ever. Yeah, but it depends what you mean by worse. Worse in terms of quality of the rockbusters, if you were trying to do them as a proper clue, or how funny it is. Because sometimes yeah. those are funnier. So in terms of funny, it's all right, you know, but it's not. Because Cole's Cole messing up is funny. I wouldn't call it the worst rockbusters, but I judge it on how funny it is overall. Mm. Purely, like it could be Ricky that makes the whole rockbusters with something he says. Sometimes it's Cole. This week. Mm. It's a bit of both, and it's okay. You know what I mean? It's not. I think they they revisit a lot of things in this episode because a lot of things they discuss have been discussed in other episodes. Like what? Baby, baby, that I have a baby. Oh right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Go, go with the big head. Uh, <laughs> what else? Any, you know, yeah. There is is anyone stuff. you'd like to apologise to for the year? That's that's the word because I I said it in the previous episode and they talked about the girl with the big head and I said oh it's not this one where Steve said, makes a comment I said oh, it's he does up yeah soon. I'm not sure where it is but it's this one to, yeah. today that we reviewed makes the comment at the end and that is they got a complaint about that do you get you the sense get upheld yeah that that didn't yeah been. and and it and it also redacts any apologies that the guys said made in the previous yeah, episode it, it, yeah. it made it so redundant because she wrote that article sent it in Vicky I think her name is and then they they go for this whole backtrack and i'm having to apologize i'm sorry you know um when carl says it, i have to laugh and, it's, and then they do it again and they both do it yeah, they, they, I don't, oh no. it's so Actually, bad it's funny ricky doesn't ricky doesn't make a comment either way sometimes he's the real voice of yeah but he does sometimes say, he's the one making a joke but yeah but he, is that well, is Steve, that is that a defense is that a legit defense to say i know I'm not i have to apologize no 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 i'm not saying what i'm saying is and he said and i have to apologize too you know because I actually, when Carl stops talking, I literally can't not laugh. Like, is that is that a legit defence? Would that stand up in court? No, court it doesn't make you not, um, immune to um, slagging off someone, does it? Yeah, it depends what you've committed. If it's like mm. a serious series of burglaries, <laughs> yeah. probably it wouldn't stand up as a defence. Yeah, like Bo Selector isn't too bad. No, it's not <laughs> in even. that context. They, yeah. yeah, it's kind of like it's not not pleasant. It's yeah, it's funny, but we know that's that's wrong because it's a, it is, against yeah. one individual rather than say the Chinese. There's at least one point five billion of <laughs> them to kind of you know <laughs> gang up on steve you wouldn't girl. last very long in a fight that would one you? girl i think it's something um, quite comical because carl is in he, he's sort of ready to pack up and go isn't it and he's so miserable at the start he's got and that that quote yeah. that he says um if i was a milkman you, go, you don't go have, have two oh that's my favorite happy... quote. <laughs> i know uh, i was ready gonna put it in my quotes to. but i've got a few of those but anyway that is such a brilliant uh analogy you know he's pissed getting pissed off because he's got two cds which he could have got for free anyway yeah so it exactly. sets the tone oh, but... and and then he's unhappy because listeners are <laughs> in his holiday off this is true as well i think i said on a previous show i can't remember what i've said and what i haven't said because i haven't we haven't done one of these for a while like of a normal show i mean my friend at work did i did i mention that he his secret santa to me was that uh a flight to yeah, yeah, no, you, i don't think i'll go take on a specific day it's only one way as well <laughs> yeah, isn't it's, it? a, it's a one way you've, yeah. got, you've got to fund the way back yeah that was very that was very funny i did i did say you know i can't, I can't go be honest with you 
I don't. I have got no desire to go. How much was uh, it? Babe? I don't think it'll be much. Would it be like twenty quid, something like that? Wow. But it, you know, the budget was only ten pounds minimum, and I stayed well within that. Yeah, I'm sure you did. Three pound fifty. If I know him <laughs> well, I think I do. Exactly. Uh, but no, uh, that brings up the fact that well, again, this would have been a great timed episode if we'd done it actually at Christmas, which we yeah. originally intended. But it also would have been great to have timed with that. But uh, D Trout Spinners, like what we do, we we're a bit off with everything, so exactly. we're doing this well yeah. after that. But you know, it's not yeah. too bad in January. <laughs> No. Maybe it's is it or is it next Christmas is so things what that other things next Christmas will we be we'll have we'll have gone for all of them we'll... oh god yeah we'll have to just do nothing get the car get the Carly bit just listen to Carly Bill boys no don't ever do uh, is there any yeah. other uh, anything that stands out I've got some points well stands out the birds and the bees chat uh, Steve's actually making a reasonable point there and Ricky doesn't get what he's saying so he, he never answers it and I don't know why is it the birds and the bees and he says well it's easier to say filling yeah. up the queen with spunk for a day but why the birds and the bees it's never answered and I, I think that's an interesting point I, I didn't know either I've always wondered that I'm not saying it's the most scintillating bit of radio they've ever produced but Mars is typing Mars is typing um, now, no keep talking because I'm going to get you an answer well, okay. Um, do you want to know what I did at the weekend, or should I just list my hobbies? <laughs> okay, luckily. So here we go. This is from Wikipedia. According to tradition, the birds and the bees is a metaphorical story, sometimes told to children. <laughs> yeah, we know this. You know uh, for instance, bees carry and deposit pollen into flowers, a visible and easy to explain parallel to the way a man brings about fertilization. Female birds laying eggs is a similarly visible and easy to explain parallel to female ovulation. My, my girlfriends have never laid eggs or, or even women. <laughs> Deposited pollen. No. So how's that the same? Yeah, they do, no, they do, they do um, insert pollen in. Yeah, your, pos- your pollen's deposited is not used and bees are dying no, you, out. You don't, no. So it, it yeah. is com- It is um, being deposited, but it's not necessarily in the place it wants to be. Thanks very much. I do think the sex education points is, is quite... Uh, is very true actually it's like i don't yeah. need to know how to have sex because like yeah. how, sex, how do i how, how, how can i get how much how, yeah how much is there to know but it is it's about technique and uh how to get into position but it's that's imagine if they t- tell you technique at school like actual technique <laughs> for sex that's what they taught you <laughs> in <laughs> repeat i think that's an absolute legit and fair point and actually quite apt for where we are in terms of sex education and the kind of movements that we're making because we should talk about you know relationships and the emotional side to sex as opposed to just the physicality of it because it is yeah. about consent and it is about you know enjoyment and obviously no but it yeah, is now that's not being dark oh, no, of course it is it's yeah being dark. it's a, it's dark. That's a I mean, fact it's of just... life it's interesting that, what, um, what, are you, what are you trying to say what are you trying to say not what are you trying to say to me because well, a lot of it is kind of obvious isn't no, it when you do sex education like and most kids have watched you, you need one of those straw, uh, those whistles. That's all you need, Benny Hill. Show them a Benny yeah. Hill video. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. That's yeah, about yeah. relationship. Actually, they're, they're they're not very good with the issue of consent. To what? be honest, he's just chasing women around the field. You can't do that. Can't do that, Benny. Stop. Come on, Benny. Gone too far. They say that about kiss chase, though, don't they? Because we Benny. Used to play kiss... yeah, oh yeah, kiss chase. Yeah, it is like that was a chase. weird we thing to play now. Never got. Um, All right, lads, kiss. just run up to random women and start kissing them on the lips. 
All right. right. They'll seem to get even faster when I got involved <laughs> running away. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know if that's the thing about... Anyway. I do think it's unfair at some points. Ricky, he sort of penalises Carl for having an opinion. And I don't... Sometimes I really don't like that when he says... Which, uh, which bit? Carl says, well, you're an idiot if you don't... No, Ricky says, oh, well, you're an idiot if you don't like New York then next. Oh, yeah, yeah. It's just like, he's not even no, allowed to subjective. have... And a bit subjective in this subjective where well, you need it if you don't like New York. And that's he's when right. Ricky... like Carl is right when he says subjective. It is subjective. It is, yeah. And you don't have to like something just because everyone says it's great. I mean, I, I really like New York and Pally. Oh, <laughs> oh do you want to get bring it back to retweet me, Ricky? Oh, um, we might get onto that. But also, will. he does have a bit of arrogance with Ricky. He knows when he says they're talking about the English language, how many words are in the English language. Apparently, I looked into this and I've checked, um, there's it's over 60. No, 600,000 terms. I think a lot of them are scientific terms that we wouldn't necessarily use. Probably, yeah. But that's what, when Ricky does say, that happens maybe once or twice a year when I go, sorry, I, I yeah, don't know what you're bit... talking But that is just so sick. No. To be honest, like if I don't, if I don't understand something, honest. I yeah. literally will check a dictionary. I read a lot of, you know, film reviews and obviously the, the language is really heavily descriptive and quite flowery and my language or vocabulary isn't that extensive, but I would need to check something means. My and words, even if you do long... that. In it, not, not long. and isn't long. No, but it's good. It's good to check new things because even if I have you started playing, um, have you started playing Wordle? By the way, oh, don't even, I don't that. even stand it. Yeah, people tweet and they're all like they have numbers after them. I don't know. And yeah, they're I just have blocked. No, idea so, how no it I'm not playing Wordle. All right. Do you want to play? <laughs> I do, do kind of. I like to know. I got. I got really into words for a bit. You know, words do with you friends. Wordle, yes or no? Oh yeah, words <laughs> with friends. Yeah, I played that. Not that was Scrabble good. I played some, but I can't be I like Scrabble too. What Scrabble? Words to do. Yeah, having words to do. And I, you know, I, keep I play it with my grandma, like, but we have to have... Really? When it gets to, yeah, oh. yeah, yeah. And um, when it gets to mine, though, I, I'm really... Comp- I'm the worst sort of gamer. I'm crap at games, but I'm really competitive. <laughs> So it's oh, the he worst is, he is. And I've got no he shame is. about that, because I... Well, no, I think if you're going to go to anything... You go in wanting to win. I do agree. And go that's in, what... he's going to smash whoever needs smashing, even if it's grandma. I'm gonna... <laughs> yeah. oh, she is not coming out of this alive. I think I did actually say one time when I got like, you know, a treble letter on. Screw you, grandma. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I think grandma was a bit like, what the fuck? grandma. I know. Got a treble word score. In your face. Oh. Um, but no, um... I know he is very, he's a bitter man. If you bit, incredibly up. bitter. Incredibly I think if he bitter. feels threatened, he's a very yeah yeah fight. yeah. He'll fight it's funny because Ricky says that he doesn't. You know, bronze is nothing. It doesn't count. Like he is. He has got that real fighting. No winning. That's okay. Things, no, I, yeah. That's no, I know. Right. Yeah, of this, course. I agree with you. What you brought up that he said that I did think that. Yeah, I didn't write down. But it's an arrogant thing. That like, oh, only once or twice a year that happens to me. Yeah. I mean, it happens to all of us, but. You know, you don't need some people, it's many times a year. Some people, it probably is once every five years, but don't list out because it's not, there's no humor in that. It's not like yeah. a humorous thing on the side because sometimes that works. He can be arrogant, but it's humor, it's linked to humor. That's mm. just him making the point just so everyone knows that he doesn't yeah. ever hardly find words he doesn't. I was on in like YouTube <laughs> black hole. And uh, I came across that Ricky and Steve being interviewed by Simon Meal for the film oh, review. Yeah. And yeah. Um, 
they don't That's they're meant good. to be on there to talk yeah it's a good video actually i'll put a link um in the in description um and they're meant to be discussing cemetery junction i think the film is All however right. instead it just turns into a call-in where callers yeah. ask ricky philosophical questions and ricky's yeah. he is actually quite the way he talks and it's funny because it's kind of a precursor to how he becomes later on but the way he describes and explains his answers he's sitting there like a kind of guru of knowledge you know it's a sort of <sighs> i don't like those moments that. i don't like that ricky no he kind of loves that and that's probably around about the sort of time he started to really go downhill not that i hate yeah. him now but he did i hate what he but it's not like you've got richard dawkins or no but that's um, who he that's who brian cox or something. Be. he looks up to richard dawkins more than he does to who's who is his comedy influences stan laurel whatever you know well whoever he looks up to people like richard mm. dawkins more and there is an easter egg in a afterlife where on the grave it says stan is it Stan Laurel? Yeah, Stan Laurel, Lauren Hardy. Yeah, Stan Laurel. I think it's name, but it's called like Stan Laurel, Lauren Hardy. That's yeah, it's, it's called... what do you mean? It says on the uh, grave. It says that, yeah, it says that on the grave. So it's like a little you know nod to his comedy heroes. Oh, actually, it's all right then. Yeah, I'll give it a go. See that gravestone. <laughs> See that great it's like show. Stan Laurel seeing Stan Laurel dead reminded me that he's definitely dead. <laughs> I hate him. He's a bit like that in this episode, is your point. Yeah. <laughs> and another... <laughs> <you're Come> <laughs> and a lot of ands here. Anita Baker. It says, it is not a glue. He's shite. He's <laughs> shite. <laughs> that is covered up my favourite quote. So That's great, yeah. Tune that again. Get that again. Anita Baker is a good clue. I need to, Anita I need to Baker, Baker is a good clue. That is the proposition on the table. Shall I oppose it? Let me just think. Do you... Okay. What's better, Carl's clue or when Ricky clue. Um, says, I'll put him in what you should have done in a different episode, should have put him in a nice, you've got a chef, could put a nice baker's hat on him. And that's a, that's a neater baker, you know. Okay. What's yeah. better? I, I don't know. Yeah. That, okay. I think that is a better clue, but there's nothing Which wrong is with a Carl's better clue. clue. Ricky's oh, clue. You think Ricky's better? Because it's neater baker. Like, I know it is good. It is good. It's, it's, it's the way the phrase varies in terms of how you say it is so little that I think mm. I'll give him that. It's creative license. He, he I, he's owed that. Well, I agree. Con it's conclusive evidence. It was a good clue. But there they go, ladies and gentlemen. But um, <laughs> the other one, when you take your dog award. The pair through your god. That's not so good. So there is some merit to Rockbusters. But that's such a... Because I judge it on how funny it is. And it's exactly. reason. But it's such a weird... Even if that was a work in progress, it's such a weird thing to go. I oh, like, no, I heard something. To taste dog, an area. Yeah, but someone did use the phrase, take your dog a walk. Like that, that yeah, is yeah, a normal, normal way of yeah, saying of it, take your dog a walk. But, yeah, but that's just... what Ricky jumps on more than anything. Yeah. Walk. But it's just funny. I, I just got this not. image of someone, you know, walking around a park with their tongue out, like uh, <laughs> trying to taste what a park Licking tastes the grass. like. Yeah, it's just such an odd get, um, image. There's a bylaw or something that stands out. It's probably some got crazy that <laughs> stop licking the grass oh. and she walked when away just in the park on the grass you, yeah that? uh, that's from the patrick stewart bit from extras oh yeah i've seen everything and i walked i've seen everything the outtakes from that just, i love it yeah. but so like, i like that bit when he goes up oh and i do other things as well <laughs> just as if, as if like that's funny to go just <laughs> is there any plot to this no it's basically looking around the women's fannies and 
Yeah. That's even though it's they involve vulgarity, it's an example of where totally legit to involve. Well, yeah, because works and actually classically trained actor. For me, it's probably the best writing they did and filming for extras. I can't think of a scene that I prefer to that, but they probably is one. That and Ian McKellen are probably the two best. Yeah, that's a bit too. It's good, but I think he overacts that. Even though he's playing an overactor, he's kind of he overacts the overacting a little bit, slightly. But I mean, I. I'm not an actor. I'm not successful. Oh, are you not? So I can't really judge, <laughs> by the way. I earn about £12 a month from Patreon. <laughs> Actually, whilst we're on extras, and we will return to Afterlife, but I, I will probably forget this if I don't say it now. There Wait is on. a scene, Series 2 uh, of Afterlife ends with Ashley Jenkins' character hooking up with uh, Ricky Gervais's character. See, I can't even remember his name. Oh, it's that. It? But they decide to have some kind oh, of relationship and in Afterlife this is, I'm talking about. Oh, it's called Tony, isn't he? Uh, anyway, in Series 3, they're, they're still together and, you know, trying to make an effort to make it work. It just made me think about how much I loved Andy and Maggie's relationship and extras. To me, it was like... Because they never is... got together. No, they? they never that's, got together. It was a pure platonic about... friend. And exactly. Yeah. But to me, it's just literally soiled the memories of that. Like he takes, she's the same actor, but she's essentially playing a more like mature yeah, version never of, have been the same of Maggie. Actor. It's she's just, ne- she's yeah, a great exactly. actor, by the way. She deserves no, a part she is. on merit. But I but agree the, with you. It should never have been her because you've yeah. got the memories from the, yeah, it just. You've got the memories, but you're also literally rehashing cost. the same plot strands, even though you never saw them through. The implication was always, you know, that there is a romantic uh, tie to Andy and Maggie, but a friend in the same way you're like, you yeah, love your friends, you know? fri- friction and yeah, you yeah, never yeah. know what whether they're. And that starts exactly. off from the beginning, and it, it's actually quite a good, it's well written. It's not as nowhere near like Tim and Dawn, but nothing would top that kind yeah, of exactly. as, a, as a piece of writing of a, a relationship. But, but it grounds yeah. it all the time. It's like all this funny shit happens, but it is still about the character. So you're like, yeah. But with this, I don't know. That was just a thought that came to mind. But um, I don't know if anyone else thinks that. But we will talk about that later. Well, Move, returning back to the I episode. Disagree. I disagree. Go on. Move on. <laughs> returning no, back to the episode. Fashion disasters. Bullshit sweatshirt. Uh, <laughs> I do find the I idea see. of... As he, and I can totally I do find, imagine him doing that. Oh my god, yeah, and all those old pictures because I have seen pictures of him when he's young and yeah, obviously yeah. quite a handsome, felt so man, very isn't handsome. He? So um, he's handsome yeah. now. It's just in this period we're reviewing him. That was his non-handsome. He had about twenty. He was really handsome. Then he had about 10, 15 years of you know being this sort of like fat <laughs> figure of fun, but but very talented. Chubby and now he's back to being for his age, for, uh, pretty attractive now. I think. Mm-hmm. Oh, sorry, that's the guy on Twitter. I talked to you. Uh, yeah, I wanted to ask you if you've ever had any fashion disasters. Maddest thing you've ever. A lot, had. a lot of white shirts that I have uh, <laughs> uh, go dark, go red. And right, yeah. Because I, do, you don't even have to wash them with something God. red. It's just something, anything. They just go, they just wear down, like me. Worn down, worn down shirts. I had a t-shirt with glory. It had glory in big letters. And I had a big chest. Right. I was a big man. I uh, quite like that. And I uh, got lost one day. That's a disaster. I left what, it over. What, losing a shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, lost, I love that shirt. I probably wouldn't fit into it now. I, I can imagine your clothing has always been quite conservative, even when I didn't know you. Yeah, I always, I've never worn a t-shirt with words on, apart from glory. And it, back in the day, I probably had Nike. 
Did you ever have an, an Oasis shirt? No, but it always reminded me Morning Glory. I think that's why I bought right. it. Well, uh, I had some. I had some bad moments. I actually have another t- another uh, pair of trousers with Morning written on. So I wore that Morning and then the Glory in the top t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you yeah, ever? Yeah, you yeah. did. You never ever tried to do the uh, the Noel or Liam haircut, did you? Because that was quite popular in the nineties, wasn't no, it? No, not really. Well, well they have loads of haircuts. I wouldn't say there is a Noel or Liam haircut. They had that bold kind of cut, but Noel did. No, I just get it. I just say, look, can you just take it, do it like last time, and they just do it. Just a little Gaylor, p- p- ben, got... ben Sherman. And... Shave your head. Yeah. But no, I'd never shave my head. No, I couldn't, no, couldn't pull it off. Couldn't do that. You've only yeah, trying to keep I, your uh, hair. I am keeping my hair. I've got to and also I don't get erection. I don't get erect. Oh, I just function, no, no, because you've got that. That goes in one of the boxes. I did wear some white jeans once. I remember that was pretty oh. with with like a white paisley shirt as well. Like blue detail. You and I remember... Rick Waller. Mr. Waller, I, I was skinny back then. It was like when no, I was, was like early twenties. Back then, I could squeeze into like you were thin. Yeah, but yeah. no, but the, that's. Would well, you the remember point. what waist size you were? Because I know I, now I'm about 34, 36. Well, 28. I'm I think. Back then I was 30. Oh, 28. Yeah, you are a bit shorter. <laughs> I know exactly. Anyway, but I just remember being so confident. I could literally. I used to love that feeling of you know making you like a statement when Ricky had on the leather jacket on at the beach. But that's, I kind of, it's funny that I don't feel like that. Now I want to like merge into the background, but back then I yeah. really wanted to make a statement. I suppose it's like living in Brighton, that was a big part of it, where you feel it is a bit fashion showy, isn't it? There, it can be, it's not, <laughs> but not then there was, end. but then there's other moments where <laughs> you go, I look so cool, but and everyone else is like, oh, <laughs> give it a few years, <laughs> you won't think that soon, anyway. Yeah. Um, I remember one time I was wearing these shorts and I was thinking, I was running. I was trying to make an effort to, you know, stay healthy and this is in Brighton. And I was, I was running and I've got quite hairy legs. He does have hairy legs. <laughs> and, and as I was running, I was kind of sort of breathy because I've never been the peak of fitness anyway. Bloke drove past, there's a car drives past, the bloke shouts outside the window and he just goes, Beast! Uh, what? <laughs> he just shouts, Beast! He just says Beast. Are you sure yeah, it's then, to you and not the woman no, no. behind you? The old woman <laughs> yeah. who was pushing the pram with the Late beauty and the peace. And uh and I just stopped I just stopped in my tracks. I literally stood there and I was like, I'm going home. <laughs> it's too depressing. Oh, and then um, That was his only run he ever went on. Thought oh, that was, kids, it so. was, it was like <laughs> It's ridiculous. I went so, on a run once about 5 a.m. and it was still dark. And I, I, I ran, I started running, and I was planned to go right round. You must Pulse need a heart attack or something. And I got to, I got, I ran lengthways of Preston, but I hadn't gone around it at all. And I thought, it's a big I part. Do so I ran, I, I didn't even run back. I, was, I turned around and started walking back. And that was the only time I was for a <laughs> He just thought, I walked back. Not I didn't even go, I didn't get like about a tenth of the way. Walk back. <laughs> but that's why I like singing. Because what that do? It's like a not, it's not exercise, but it's something that you extract. La, 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 exactly. It's vocal la, exercises. La, 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 la. And you can still go to people and you go, oh, I do exercises, but uh, it's different, different kind. I stay physically oh, yeah, and mentally exercise fit. Exercise my core, my, my, my calling. Oh, it's bad. Like I was literally on the, um, it always happens every time I watch a musical, I get obsessed by that musical. And, and then when you're a bit drunk, as I was on the bus, I started like sort of singing to myself and I was thinking. Oh, I do that, yeah. I might. I might People. take this up as a <laughs> Oh yeah. Well you've got so... yeah, yeah. Good idea. Don't forget me. We still do the so... podcast. <laughs> I was like, well, I do need to change my career. This could be quite fun, couldn't it? Uh, anyway, Imagine that's you rubbish. releasing a... if you ever release a record oh. that charts in the top two hundred, I'll 
give you a Mars bar. <laughs> what is it that thing with the Christmas number one? That that those that little family do that those little songs. How do they? How's that happened? What, what? What's all that about? You know the sausage rolls people, and they do oh. every every year. They pick Christmas number. One. I don't. I don't know. I'm not saying is. I'm not like good luck to them. This seems for charity, but you know I like charity myself. I just don't give to it. But, um, you but give your money the, to charity lotteries, don't you? you I do. do. As long as they're running a lottery, like yeah. there's a dog. <laughs> as long as they can offer me something. Support, yeah, exactly. I need an incentive. I don't even have a gift Level aid one. card. Yeah. This is a very I'm, good. I'm donating my organs, though. Yeah, no, two things. Down. I think it's actually a good monkey news this week, but it there's is. a big there's a big clue in it that it is fabricated. This is just a. Uh, when I think, right? But when he says, you've ruined it now, and it, after he says, you know, there's, and there's a white, short fellow, legs and all that, and someone, he says, oh, well, you've ruined it now. And to me, that implies, we all know this anyway, but that he has, it's a public acknowledgement that he does make it up, because that's the punchline. But, but I, I don't, you do you need that to know that? Didn't no, you, know you don't that need any- that. Of course you don't. But it's funny that he's like, of course it's a, it, yeah, it's a public it's a acknowledgement. He's like, yeah, but it's like a yeah. spoiler, isn't it, in a, in a film or something? Not that you need it. Of yeah, you kind of. You, we all suspend our disbelief in monkey news, and we kind of do it throughout. Even the car says something like that. I know, but it's rare that he says you've ruined. But it there are it. some. Well, this was a thing that was a joke, you know. Exactly. Like, yeah, and that's what I'm saying. Joke. But there, but there are still some people, and you meet them from time to time, and they go, "No, monkey news is real." And you're, if, you, yeah, if you we believe in monkey podcast. news. Like, I, I want to move to another island if we're. <laughs> We're all acknowledging that monkeys is real. Well, we've done podcasts, Mars, and you forget. I may forget what songs I've put in that little stupid thing we do at the end, but I don't forget it. We've done podcasts where I was saying, of course, Kyle doesn't believe monk, and you were on the side, which listeners were at that time. Some listeners did email in. You were saying, no, of course he believes it. You literally said that. You'll probably cut all this out. Yeah, but leave it no. in. Go back and listen to all the episodes. You will hear Mars say that he believes. Look, I changed my real. mind during the course of this podcast, and I'm allowed to change I my mind. You. Okay, Whatever. Right. You're not going to get an ego trip. From Whatever. <laughs> anyway, Scrooge. Let's discuss Scrooge, and then we'll move just on to before, our favourite quotes. Just before Scrooge, there's something similar that I thought was sure, like sure. a bit of a spoiler. Yeah, Shoot. do you want to listen? Okay, yeah. don't ever do that. It is the fact that in his. Scrooge, which we're playing that, which we're going to talk about Scrooge anyway now, but in the Scrooge, he talks about what present he got his girlfriend. And back, if you go back to the beginning of the show, it seems as if that topic comes up naturally and organically, but they must have planned. Carl must have, he wouldn't have done a uh, Carl in film that referenced that as long as uh, if if he didn't know that they were going to be talking about that at the beginning. And that for me, kind of, that's a little spoiler that is a spoiler because it's like, well, it seems organic what stuff comes up, but Carl must have they must have discussed it and said bring up my girlfriend because I've put in the work and that must have been a few days before because he'd done a whole done the whole Carl in a film he recorded it but he knew that they were going to be talking about what he didn't get his girlfriend yeah but isn't that just a case of this is a conversation carry on for something that we were talking about off air or down the pub or something me and Carl yeah, were but trying to explain no because it, would it wouldn't have worked no he wouldn't have worked unless it had come up on the show before like at the beginning because it, mm. it wouldn't have been as... It would have been all right. They've discussed it before in the podcast yeah. and that was the last year. But no, I just think it's kind of... didn't ruin it. It doesn't ruin it. Because it's like, of course, they've got to discuss some topics that they talk about before the show. I, I get that. But it's kind of like, oh... Didn't it's want bad when they come me. back, though, isn't it? When they talk about uh, the Game Boy... <laughs> Advance. Oh, Do you yeah, really get the yeah. Game Boy? Because I got a Game Boy, got the value. 
got the value. The value. So that yeah. is, I I find that one of the most outrageous things that Carl's ever done, and he said a lot of outrageous things. Well, really, you found Just, that the most outrageous. Can you imagine? Like, oh, could you go through off? You go through the duty free, and you go, oh, do you wanna, do you wanna get me another game? Because I paid. Do you remember I got yeah. seventy two quid? <laughs> Unbelievable. Do you think games, that was real? Games are so expensive. Carl's reality, got no shame, and you know, know that. But, no, but Carl, I don't. Carl would have done that as, and he would have had a smile on his face, and Suzanne would have known he's joking. He wouldn't have done that seriously. That's just my opinion of how God. it went. We, we we never know. I'll tell you what. I uh, this makes me think of that time I got a Chinese once and uh, ordered it, and I didn't. My girlfriend said, uh, "This is going to make me seem like a right bastard," but I'll say it anyway. I, I've got some stories want... about you. Seem like yeah. A right bastard, but... <laughs> She wanted some banana fritters, and I said, "Well, I don't want any banana fritters." She, said, "We're getting banana fritters." I was like, "Okay, we'll get, we'll get them. Put them on the menu." When the meal came, I said, "You know, you know, the banana fritters were two fifty. Can, can I have, can I have two fifty? You little shit. And I mean that because it's not like if he, uh, the things I know about him, you know that that's true. Like it's not like you wouldn't have meant in joking." I did feel, I mean, I, it was one of those moments where I thought, I can't believe I just said that, but I didn't mean it. We're, we're, we're drinking, it's like, Shut we, up. We, alternate, <laughs> we alternate between who gets the point, and we, we got to the end, of, and Miles got, you know, Miles comes to Brighton, I go to London, whatever we, we used oh. to do, COVID, we don't, uh, I was like, oh yeah, I'm, I'm going home, but he's like, no. We haven't bought an equal amount of rounds yet, like it was on an odd number. So the other one, if it, it, I would have bought the first next time. That's how we always do it. We always end on odd numbers often. Well, we often you got like, to balance the books, mate. Cope with that, he's like, I cannot cope with having bought one round more than you, even though you're going to get the first one next time, like we always do. He's like, no, we've got to stay for another round. I said, no. Yeah, like, no, no, you I can't. can't remember what we do. And it's also to the detriment of myself because when you're sitting on the train, half cut, and you barely stand it. At least I've got the values. At least I've got the values. has been to like Swindon or something. Oh, no, it's ridiculous. Like... Um, but let's move on to Scrooge and let's on to tight fisted uh, penny pinchers. We, we were on Scrooge. We were on Scrooge. Sure, sure. Talking about the, well, the, yeah, the talking label. about penny pinchers, Scrooge. <laughs> oh, right. That's the cleverest thing I've ever heard you say. It is. In yeah. any context. It is probably, after Kez, I think it's probably the best call in the film, isn't it? But it's all made by those two words. It, nothing else about it is particularly yeah. of my... But actually, that's kind of funnier because if it had been funny, a little bit funny all the way through, that that payoff wouldn't have been so dr- a dramatic jump in terms of the comedy. Mm. But because it's like, all right, you know, just trundles on and you're just sort of... You lose, you lose focus the first time here. And then and then you're brought back with that mm. with the two words. You know, you yeah. know what they are. But it's, it's good. It's Overall, it's fantastic because of those... Well, it's just, it's really well produced, actually. Even very you know, well shot, yeah. Shot, he does well. He's, a, he's <laughs> no, he's a, well shot, you know, shot with the microphone. He really embeds himself into those films, like the levels are all, always correct and things. He does. Um, I also like it's just um, a lot of effort, and also there is a strange sense of what's the word like sort of narrative fulfillment, or you feel edified at the end of of Carlin film because it's towards the end of the show and he's brought back Bob Marley which is you know obviously the CD that he mentioned why he was in the mood to begin with so there is a kind of story arc to the episode where it does sort of wrap up nicely in a Christmas bow like I always find yeah, that quite that's, satisfying again, it, yeah that's like because that's the very first thing they talk about that's obviously the only way that would have worked is if they Carl knew for sure that they would be talking about the two CDs he got at the beginning but again that didn't come up organically 
but I agree. There's quite a, there's other examples of that in the show where they start off with something and they'll kind of end with it in some way. But yes, this is like it's kind of a narrative. I never thought of it that way. Ambulance is gone now, so uh, yeah. Back to your road is all is like a fucking death trap. Your I live near fire engine place. Oh, okay. It's what was it? It's not called that. It's fire. <laughs> What's it called? The fire engine people. That's what it's called. Yeah. This is not an emergency, but we are going to have a little break now. And um, when we come back, we've got our favourite moments and some thoughts on Afterlife after the break. That's good to know you said, uh, how you said this is an emergency. It's clever, like really clever. Well done. Quick. See you in a minute. It's beginning to look a lot oh. like Christmas. For this week, it is at least. Everywhere I go. Yes, it's you're you're reliving Christmas with D Trout spinners. You like it's like you're there again, having the cranberry sauce and all that. So, favorite quotes time. Is that through these? If it's a mint one, you don't go. Oh, I have two bottles of semi skipped. <laughs> Happy Christmas. Yeah, uh, my one from that segment was. This wasn't on the list. Yeah. Okay. Just no point. I don't like moaning anyway. I yeah. love that. Because like he does. He knows. Cause Cause he, he, knows loves he knows what, what reaction he's going to get from Ricky. That's one of the time when you said something he knows yeah. Ricky will laugh at. That is like um Jack D. Does jokes like that when he goes. And and you'd be surprised by this because I'm such a happy-go-lucky kind of guy. And yeah. I never see that's in just yeah, yeah. yeah. This one. We understand. Special special needs. Oh. Yeah, he's good. Yeah, again, that's he knows he's being funny there. Mrs. Mrs. Pratt, is this your son? No, he's a lodger. Okay, let's make him mark him down. That's two. Oh, it's lost count, six million four hundred. Oh, oh, Don. I love that. But I don't can you explain to me now what the end bit? Why is he saying old oh, Don? Is that the first name he could think of? Like, and he's saying say. he's saying he's saying O'Don. Oh, no, I don't he's not saying O'Don. Oh, yes, of course he is. No, he's not. He's definitely listen back. Okay, why would he say him, Dan? See what you think. I think he's saying Don. Because it's the first name that came to his head. Because it's like, obviously, he's thinking it on his feet. No. Oh, he definitely Dan doesn't say just... old Dan. Yes, he does. he does. No, I don't think um, he does. This but one. Maybe he does. Oh, I, do you remember we had an argument like this a few oh, weeks ago? And the listener got the in and they were like... Plate thing. No, they were... They were that went on for weeks. They backed you, they backed you up. That's a separate. <laughs> that's a, a separate one. I okay. accepted. I did about 12 tweets about that to, to try and, you know, get back on side, okay. you know? Oh, uh, next week, prisms or whatever. That was my next one. I love my just, next one. It's just, you could have put in anything. You could have said fractions, decimals, any, but it's prisms. prisms I find that brilliant. very clever, yeah. Because it's just a, such a, it's an odd word, but we all know what yeah. roughly, roughly they are. They well, are taught is. at school. Yeah. You do learn at school. Come on! Shut up! I just, I just, I, come That's on! What you have. He really goes for it. That's cool. Uh, at least, at least uh, Rick May and Ozzy had lots of hair. Yours, yours would be like Humpty Dumpty to crack like a little egg. And there's no king sauce. Send a medical man like Neil Fox in. Which actually does return in Ricky's politics show, doesn't it? Because he says um, the Humpty Dumpty uh, yes, fable. Yes, Yeah, but all of the funny punchlines of that joke, you know, 
you know, we said the uh, horse send send Steve's, King's horse. Steve's. They're Steve's. Yeah, Steve's. Yeah, that half. Uh, he does do it well though, where he puts it like he's a diagram. He does. Like no, yeah, he does. Yeah, it is good. Quote. Here's my next one. PC. PC. It's an artist or a band. Who is it? PC. <laughs> that little laugh he does after that. That's great. Yeah. Um, didn't Judith Chalmers say that? I make that laugh. Yeah. I just, I just, he's just, there's so many funny slurs in this one. Didn't Judith Chalmers say that? He is a slurry. I bet he was over and they didn't talk about it. I will smite you with my sword. There's a, it's funny how far we've come with Lord of the Rings because there is actually a new Amazon series um, debuting in September. Oh, great. And it's the most expensive series. You'd like it. I need to bake her. Doesn't work. It is shite. It is shite. Yeah, it is shite. It is shite. For six years is my last one. That's my last one. For six years. What's, what's that? What's I, that I, I don't know. It's, a, it's, it's where he goes, I've worked for this place, dot, 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 for six years. Oh, so yeah, I've yeah, been yeah, For I've six years. It. Okay, I just got, I've got, I've actually got a few more. I'm surprised you've missed one out, actually. I'm going to make you Yeah, look, well, like, tell right. me, because I, I, I was kind of listening well, and doing something else. I've got three. Time. That's how dedicated I am. <laughs> This. So I've got three left. All right, here we go. Yeah, go on, get us over with. Let's get the show over with. We can go home. You can go to Lanzarote and sit on some ash. You do, yeah, you're doing long ones <laughs> like me. Yeah, yeah, you have, yeah. You've got people in the Christmas mood. You're like Santa visiting them. You're like Santa visiting them. <laughs> visiting them. And also, you're going to punch yourself off this. His little legs. Oh, yeah. Well, I, I thought that I, I didn't even write that down because it was so clear. Like, I was going to, I forgot to put it in. There was <laughs> another one right? I wanted to. Yeah, I did. Well, it's like we do a show. Incidentally, that's a good segue. I mean, yeah, oh, he pointed at me and there was the smile on his face there so in, a, in a beckoning manner to carry on this link. Yeah, join us on Patreon if you want extra content. We kind of talk about different things, like we reviewed Steve's series, The Outlaws. <laughs> one episode we do we basically talk about whatever our patrons suggest and you can join us over there miles will provide the link in the description won't you miles absolutely yeah okay speak, next, out, speak uh, out loud next need, yeah def- i'll put the link in descriptions and then uh, next week prisms or whatever you know next week prison no next week um <laughs> parallelogram yeah <laughs> oh god well. i know that for yeah, years i know but, um, but no, do join us on Patreon. And How much should people donate on Patreon? What's a good start? You ask me this say? each time. I, I don't know, because should I go for something high? Should I go low and pitch it in so they can feel mm. they can... Well, look, a co- okay, a coffee at Costa, like the big frothy ones, I don't get it. A frothy you know, coffee. The really big ones, and the ones with... And they put, like, chocolate bits on. Like the, I've seen them sprinkle it with chocolate. <laughs> they, they cost about seven quid. <laughs> so between us, that's 14. So if you maybe a tenner... <laughs> Call it a tenner. I find it so Big funny tenor. that, like, a decadent coffee for you is aspirational. I just see you outside the window of Costa's going, one day. <laughs> yeah. I was watching a YouTube channel, and at the end he said, and th- you never see him on screen, but he does commentary, political commentary. He just said, thank you at the end, thanks to all my patrons, you keep this show running. And remember, and he listed a few, and he said, but remember, you know, this just costs the same as a, as a large coffee every month. Just one large coffee, and you could you could be my patron. So I yeah. thought that was a way. That's how it's measured. No, oh, yeah. In degrees. Good, good fact. Uh, move. <laughs> uh, what are your favourite quotes, wanker. though? Email in spinnerspodcast. I thought you were asking dot- me. 
No, Sorry, no, I you, you can talk to me directly. Spinnerspodcast at gmail.com or Twitter, that's Spinners Podcast. What are your favourite quotes? And do get in touch with us like these lovely people did for our next feature. Packed that with is features. smooth. That is XFM in documentary. And I've ruined it. You did. You always no, talk No, you've got to say it right. You've got to say it right. XFM okay. in the community. All right, sit back. This is where Gary gets to sit back whilst I uh, try and get through. I react. Very... I'm the talent <laughs> yeah, here. <laughs> Neil Doherty, that's it. All right. I think you mentioned it in a oh, recent no. show that Steve was asked recently if he could recall some anecdotes or any details from the XFM shows, but said he honestly couldn't. It got me thinking whether Steve is the sort of person to re-listen to the shows, but pretend to not have done so. I feel that either he or Carl are the sort of people who would re-listen, but I wouldn't put it past Steve to pretend he doesn't. I'm not ashamed to say I've occasionally pretended to know very little about something I'm very knowledgeable about so as to not appear too nerdy about it and I feel like Steve could have this personality trait too. Admittedly, he has had more things going on in his life than me so it could all be in my head. Thoughts? Yeah, I don't think that's the case but it might be, yeah. I just, I don't think Steve probably does listen back. He probably thinks, like, the bits he remembers are the bits that could be career-ending for him if they came out now. So he probably has them in his head as like, oh my God. And he just thinks, I don't even want to engage with it. And I don't blame him for not listening back at all. I don't think that's a bad thing. What subject, would, tell me, Neil, email back in, Neil. What subject are you be uh, so knowledgeable about that you, uh, hang on, uh, uh, what subjects are you so knowledgeable about that you sometimes pretend you're not knowledgeable about? I'd, I'd be interested. I'd, I'd probably do that occasionally, but I'm trying to think, you know, if it's something, if it's with Miles, I have to dumb myself down, sure. But a, <laughs> a, a really low level. Uh, do you know what, though? I I think whatever your memory's like, there are going to be bits and bobs that do stick with you. And normally, they're the ones that provoke the biggest reaction. Like, Steve can still remember things that Carl said, you know, what are those things in Gremlins called? I saw that on his website. That's how pathetic my life is. But, yeah, uh, but they've I been so widely reproduced. Of and course. It's, it's been print in print in court. No, definitely. Like, he's, not, that's, he's not listening back to the shows. To no, he's not that. listening, definitely. But what I mean is, I, I bet... You know, things that they, those sort of formative... Horse in like, house. Horse in house. Yeah, yes, those sort of things. But I wouldn't be surprised if, you know, he mentioned that dodgy apology and then that critic, that criticism to the well, woman I was, with her. But I, I would going to be, say, I, this, I show, f- this show... Yeah, this show is... I bet this is the sort of show that is that little Do you know what I mean? in his head. Because, yes. And he's worried, like, he thinks... Please don't come out yeah. now. I've, I've exactly. been very successful. He's way. It, listen, that is not bad enough to cancel. It's no, no. Of it course is it's pretty not. bad. Nothing's know, bad enough. And to I cancel. don't think. I don't think he will listen because he because he'll never know. He'll think. Shit, I really don't want to come across the bit where I say she's certainly bigger bigger headwise than you. So I won't listen to any of it because there's no idea where it comes in the episodes if you just look. So. I, I don't think he does listen to him. Maybe but I he think, does. Uh, I, don't. I think he probably does remember some of the controversial stuff, like his opinions on the homeless and stuff, because they're, they're things that he yeah. would never discuss now. But obviously the ignorance of youth, you, you, you just disregard it and you hope you can forget it. But I bet people do look back at these things and go, oh, I feel really bad that I said that, or I, I would never say that now. Um, and that's okay too. But I bet he I know that Ma- I know that Miles is kind of thinking of himself now and <laughs> kind of excusing his own behaviour. I know that he's doing that in his head. Oh, no, I don't, I'm not. His, I'm not. I don't. I don't. Folly I stand by everything I've ever said. Oh, all right? do you? And well, I stand by no that. And I streets. stand by that statement as well. He does it's like Rudy t- Giuliani. Get rid of all the homeless. <laughs> like, get hold of all. It's right. I've got black wax running down my face now. Yeah. Okay. He's from New York, and he got rid of homeless people. And Neil, um, 
he has sent in a, a, another note, but we'll talk about that maybe another day. Uh, he says, oh, it's not, that's not interesting then, no? I've Sorry, got a Neil. lot of I've no, got a joking. lot of I'm feedback. Joking. You know this. I've got a okay. lot of people are trying to get in touch with me saying they like me. Okay. Just <laughs> no. Cheers, Neil. Um, thank you, Neil. Good, good, good email. Thank you. Appreciate it. Uh, this one's from Harry Steen. Dear Miles and Gary, honoured to have an email read out on the Hello. pod as well as the tweet regarding oh. Afterlife retweeted by yourself all in the same week. I've never had so many royalties being used with award-winning, not yet, podcast. So we did, we have read um, Harry's app, but he's 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 got a... Don't, don't see you on Patreon, Harry. Uh, I think he is. your name on the list. I think he oh, is. is. I think he is. He actually is. So, sorry, I think Barry, so. Yeah, sorry. Yes, that's how little you mean to him, Gary. Oh, I do. Just... You mean <laughs> Harry. Um, anyway, you know. he goes on. And I like this email. Uh, you may recall, but I have recently got in touch with you regarding my change of career to a firefighter since COVID. Oh, arrived. yeah. Yeah. Really struggling with the job at the moment and listening to your podcast on repeat over the last few weeks has been incredibly helpful with my mental well-being. Finding life very tough right now. So here are my email uh, being read out and the laughs it generated was amazing in terms of giving me a slight confidence boost. Many thanks, guys. Well, Miles, Um, do you want to laugh now? Not at that, but just because he like... (laughs) No, I'm joking. That's lovely. That's really sweet. I'm I'm sorry you're not enjoying it. I hope that you, you know, if you can change back to something completely different, you're free to do that uh, if you can. But I hope it gets better if not. And I don't don't know. It must be demanding being a firefighter. I would do That's more. Yeah, well, you wouldn't do a lot of things, neither would I. But no, it's someone needs to do it. So thank you, uh, Harry, and thanks for your Patreon support that I forgot about. And uh, it's great. You, isn't it? No, yeah, no, your your email is um, is thought provoking. No, thank you. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm genuine. I'm sorry. It's not not going so well. I hope it picks up. But we'll always read your emails out, Harry. Anyway, um, Harry goes on. Enough about my own struggles. I noticed that as you're slowly making your way through season three, you will eventually come across the Ian Campfield episode, which is next week mm, correct yeah. me if i'm wrong but i'm sure i've heard you both say it's not a good episode or you just don't like it perhaps this is just me going against the grain but i personally love the episode steve in particular is on brilliant form and ricky actually strikes a good balance between taking the piss out of canfield but also being in Impressed and respectful of his music knowledge and radio ability. I appreciate episodes without Carl will never be thought of as fondly, but I'd really recommend giving this episode another chance. Plus, it's unique in XFM episode lore, and there's no other show without either Carl himself or Claire standing in for him. So we had, we did have a, a, f- a few people um, email us telling us about, yeah, this is actually over. Uh, it's underrated and a bit of an oversight by us to be quite dismissive of it. So I think it will be interesting to listen and actually. Yeah. Take it apart next week. Yeah, I don't mind. I, I, you know, I, I, it's one of the listen episodes that I've least listened to ever. So maybe I should give it another listen. But I didn't. I, they were talking about Bart's a lot, oh, like God. for about for about three minutes solid. The last, and I just happened to jump to that point. Not mm. this was ages ago when I listened, and I thought oh, I can't. So it's literally so it's ages on, ago. It's not even on my iPod. I I didn't even sync that episode. Um. So yeah, I will get. I'll give it a listen, uh, Harry. And um. But I take back everything I said about you know your career and that because you you thinking you know I don't like being challenged. No, I'm joking. That's <laughs> a joke. Uh, don't take back anything I said. And yeah, I will. We'll definitely. It'll be. It's be interesting to review it because it's the first episode that we would have reviewed that I genuinely don't really. Hmm. I can't remember anything from it apart from that. No, I actually can't. I mean, he gets a lot of mentions, Ian, doesn't he? But I've never... 
Yeah, it does. And I don't get me wrong. I love player episodes. I like. I'm a fan of mm. some people don't like them, but I'm most of them I like, and they they've got merit. It's just if it was always with player, it wouldn't have been a yeah, special exactly. show that people remember. But the odd one is fine. I have tried to get in touch with Ian uh, Canfield a few times to get him on the show. So watch the space. Well, I said that he. He tweeted because we follow. He tweeted that he got a new jacket or something, and I tweeted back. <laughs> it's uh, a jacket. Tweet. It's, no, I, t- I tweeted out. He's he's twelve, but no, I, this is better. Yeah, all right. He's twelve. He, oh, he's twelve today. He's twelfth birthday or something. Is that future? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It was. Yeah, I was it anyway. I wanted to tweet him and go. That is because Hannibal likes dress up like really Chinaman, but I don't want yeah. to use the word Chinaman in. Yeah, Twitter land because yeah. you don't know. There's a lot of explaining that's, to do these days, isn't there? That's why that that woman doesn't t- f- uh, message me back anymore. Who's we'll that? talk about that off air. <laughs> All right. So the last um, correspondence. Uh, thanks everyone so much. This is from Matt. Hello, Matt. Matt Godwin. Hello, Hi, Matt. Chaps. Hope you're both well. I'm a long-time listener of XFM and I've listened to the shows every single night. Couldn't help it since 2008. Wow. I don't know if you've discussed this theory about Ricky Gervais' potential influences on... on, Potential influence and... (laughs) Leave this in, please. I'm so tired. Oh, I've got a work call after this as well. I've got. Oh God! Fucking God! Go mental! Oh God! Get for it! You couldn't do this, Miles. You can do it. Think. Think. Read each word. You learned it at school. Come on! Come on! Uh, I don't know if you've discussed this theory about Ricky Gervais's potential influences on the Channel Four comedy in betweeners. Could be bollocks. Considering the famous wrestling match between Ricky and Ian Morris, the in betweeners writer, it got me thinking about potential influences between the pair you've got far too much time on your hands Um, ricky uses the word clunge which is synonymous with in between us yeah jay Mm. (laughs) uses that word so Um, also both ricky and steve take the mick out of car with that high pitch pitch voice oh can i have some time off and still get paid yeah of course you can carl uh almost uh, amongst other occasions which is what jay does a lot you know um with the friends oh yeah, yeah. Lastly, yeah. it's Ricky's regularish, regularish use of the word of the chicken noise. Interestingly, Ian Morris started up Productions in 2004, through which the in between us was created. Could be something to chat about, or we could agree. He's been on company's house. Whole toss. He's, he's been, he's been really done your homework, Matt. I'm impressed. Actually, uh, the theory, I thought, no way. When I just heard it at the beginning, but actually, those that is a good point. I put it this way: I wouldn't be surprised if the in betweeners production staff or the writers or someone was not a listener of the XFM shows. I don't think they're trying to copy them, but it, you're just saying they were an influence on them, and yeah, they could be. That that is a coincidence, if not. I think I think that's they're really good points. Such I've never ever thought of that before. So no, I really heard. quite refreshing. It's funny because when I did do that voice that I did sort of deliver it in that sort of Jay French voice like it's yeah. it is very uh, true. I can imagine that. Um but it's it is interesting because Ian Morris and Damon Beasley they, they the did head that. of production comedy for Channel Four. <laughs> yeah. But they did co host a show on, on um XFM with um Jimmy Carr. So it wouldn't be oh, too right. so and we have actually, we, we did get in touch with Ian and we're trying to get him on the podcast and it's just about sort of finding some availability and a time where we can uh, chat to him properly because he's based in, in LA, so it's a bit tricky at the moment. Yeah. But hopefully, agrees. fingers crossed. Yeah, I hope so. I mean, we've had a lot of people agree and then fall out. Yeah. 
But Damon and Ian, I wouldn't be surprised because Damon and Ian, they were the names of the producers in XFM. So it wouldn't be that surprised if there was that cross-pollination between influences for both of their projects. Do you know what I mean? Nice story arc because we're talking about the birds and the bees earlier. We're at the end now. He's, he's talking about pollination. <laughs> I didn't even think about so, that. I know. God, that's, that's when you so come clever. up with your genius stuff when you don't think. Cheers. Cheer, when cheers, you think Matt. it's shite. Cheers. Yeah, che- no, no, thanks, cheers, Matt. Matt. Thank That's you. Good nice that. email. All of it. I liked it. So now, before we wrap up, because I'm bored of talking to you, mate, I thought oh, instead okay. of our song, because I think you're you're not um, as engaged with this song as much as we did. <laughs> so I thought Robbie we could Williams, talk yeah. about we could talk about it. let's talk about afterlife instead, shall we? Yeah, it's a bit. Yeah, you sent me some thoughts didn't you would you want to read it out because it might be funny if you read it out do you know then what i've actually is... deleted the message <laughs> so i apologize do you do that i don't know i don't like to have a clean whatsapp but yeah i should put putting this in context afterlife obviously launched last friday a lot of people saw it enjoyed it uh legions of fans i should say i'm part of uh, the part of the reddit art crowds uh on the ricky Gervais thread and and <laughs> it's not what people are thinking there. So I don't want to be one of those. No, well, we, they don't. They... But I don't want to do this yeah. like echo chamber thing where, you know, we all love XFM and don't like after because I don't, I yeah, don't think no, that's healthy not, either. But not, no, we don't, you we should don't acknowledge there are some people who have been through grief and whatever, and it's been very helpful. And I genuinely believe that whatever helps you get through something, You, who are you to tell someone if it isn't helpful it's clearly struck struck a chord you know yeah i believe that i won't read this out now because i feel bad no it's all right no after this yes you can of course you're allowed to have an opinion gary you're being critical about something he said so set it in context i'm just i'm just still looking for it so go on i was gonna say your thoughts and then I'll, i'll find this yeah, I just wanted to read some of the uh, feedback from the critics and stuff because. Uh, and where where are you taking this from? Oh, the oh, the, so I sent you. I, I said to you the bit, and you tweeted it. Are you going to write that? The Telegraph, I think that was. Well, there is. I mean, there was right, a one star well review. Advised. Chris Benion of the Telegraph called it trite, mawkish, soggy pudding of a series. Um, well, okay, just uh, shall I come in now? Because I've got. Mm-hmm. As it happens, by all accounts, it's a, a complete. A load of complete wait, 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 well, well, bullshit. People need to people need to know what what you're oh, saying. Oh, this is a message I messaged my mum. She said, "Oh, oh, Ricky Gervais is on. What the one show? Do you want to watch it?" And then she said, "Oh, have you seen Afterlife?" As it happens, it, um, by all accounts, it's a load of complete sentimental bullshit with no subtlety. Where he basically holds up a card to the audience every scene to tell them how they should feel. No hint of nuance. He signposts plot plot twist like a ten ton lorry that tells you it's reversing lacks every quality within the office and the worst thing he's ever done but honestly apart from miles every other person i know loves it but i quite categorically do not and uh, will not watch it i'd rather clean my eyes with mr muscle and a coarse frayed sponge than be subjected to that awful drivel now i was being kind of deliberately uh, as i started to write that it's going to be one line long and then i thought i'd just oh. say all that but i don't actually know enough i haven't seen enough to make those judgments so i'm not but that's from everything i have seen with the scenes on the bench it just they do feel like it's you know vehicle reversing vehicle reversing it feels like that kind of thing where it's telling you what it's going to do and there might be scenes in it, I'll say right now, that don't that aren't like that and that, that are subtle and nuanced. I don't think so, because the scenes I've seen are the scenes usually that he's released because they're the best scenes that he can think of to release. Having said that, it's enormously popular. Lots of people I know like it. Lots of people with good senses of humour that I know like it. I don't. 
but I haven't seen enough to me- that that was just to be theatrical like darling I was just trying to be kind of <laughs> you know sort of over the top but I that's what I think of the little that I've seen of it but I haven't seen enough to know that that's my judgment overall yeah way way to kill a conversation with your mum isn't it <laughs> no, no she she met cheers Gary have fun far. in Brighton she, she said you've gone too far lol I love it as in I, I love afterlife oh. hope you feel a bit better now well, there you go. Different opinions in the, in the same family. Um, there are some middling reviews as well. What's and that? Abby Robinson of the Radio Times said, the very act of mourning is heavy and monotonous and Javus and Javus and Gervais refuses to sugarcoat that instead leaning into its permanence. And as a result, Afterlife has become something of an endurance test and even Penelope Wilton isn't able to lift us up with her character's more hopeful dialogue. That being said, it's given that swathes of people who have followed the series from the very beginning, that's 10 million households according to Netflix, will relish the show's final chapter. They are simply happy to spend time in that bubble enjoying the many faces and their respective idiosyncrasies. That's fair enough. And then there are some enthusiastic responses, so let's talk about those as well. So we're balanced. It awarded the series four stars. Unapologetically nasty, saccharine, lovely and poignant. He said of the series, it's also often a bit of a mess, just like life itself. But you didn't read out the thing that I wanted you to, which was about the ending. If you haven't seen it, apparently it ends on a particular unknown note. So spoilers now, if we do indeed raise anything, but apparently it ends on a bit of a unknown as a bit of a cliffhanger. When asked what the ending means, Gervais said, it's just like life goes on, you know, when you're all dead and buried, that's field still there. He continued, that's what the ending is saying oh yeah he my point is that he he came out and even the scene that was like people were confused by it he didn't leave it there he even went back and told them what it was about so there's just a bit you can read it in the daily i think that was in the telegraph too or it might have been on joe.com but yeah it was just he came out and sort of said it you know just leave it leave it something sort of unknown you know the viewers in a film, if you have an unknown, you can tell. And if you've got an ending like that's ambiguous, so isn't that some of the most satisfying stuff? I think sometimes? so. Yeah. So that was like the only thing he didn't hold the audience's hand with was that ending. And then he came out and told them exactly what it's supposed to mean. He didn't even leave that as a as a picture of could be anything. I just I did, I did, yeah. It's one thing making the unsatisfying ending. Can't judge whether or not has, has seen it. So literally, it's another literally just after it's released to spell out in this way in the interview exactly to the letter what it means. Mm. Others would have let a sense of mystery, confident authors, comfortable with the audience taking something away from the series that hadn't they hadn't exactly intended. It annoys me right. Yeah, so the whole three series was blatant obvious signposted and then i'm just sure after it's released as opposed to explaining everything at the time it's happening through the writing so everything at every stage during it through its writing direction on or off screen during interviews is told to the audience or on screen clearly and removes removes any nuance i read the same interview and 100 percent agree is what you said yeah do you still feel that way miles <laughs> god no that's why I don't read stuff out because it, I'm not allowed on this show. I'm not supposed to. <laughs> it did but come out as a bit mumble. <laughs> it did. I know, come but out I was mumbling because I was because as I if you read this right, it there's full of like typos. So I'm having to correct it in my head. Okay. It's like, 
like without. I think stumbling. we both agree. I'll read that out next time. Look, <laughs> I can't. No, look at... I'll, don't be rubbish. If I've got something in front of me that's got words on it that I can read out, I can read it out. But this says, like, very, it annoys. It okay, that's like, done. Right, that's done. Anyway, can I, I went read something else. I read something. No, no, Let me just no, go no. to a random one. Right, I'll just go to something completely random. Right, there you go. Okay. Could you give me their internet website address? No, that's cool. Yeah. I'll check it out. Hi, that's such a granddad thing to say. There you go. It's a little bit of... Thanks very much. It's behind the curtain. <laughs> yeah. Um... Be cut out. Definitely. Sure, that's going to get close the axe. <laughs> Brutal axe. Um, okay. Leave cool. it in. Yeah, we will we'll leave it. We'll leave all of that in because it was all good stuff. I do need to. <laughs> I, I can't need to read have... stuff out. Oh. I do Don't need to have a read. Lie... All right. <laughs> I think I'm even getting bored of myself, so I need to go now and have a little lie down. You get bored of um, me. You can no. say it. That's the one time where it's legitimate <laughs> to say that. Uh, no, I so uh, I've enjoyed today. Uh, it's been a good show. It's nice to bring a bit of the Christmas magic back. It's wrapping it up Glum January. <laughs> Yeah, 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 yeah. What are you yeah. doing for the rest of your weekend? What are you doing for the weekend? Oh, I'll probably read some more texts from between us. Just read them out to myself. Just to know, to know what. I'll do that. What are you doing? Uh, do you, you know what? I'm going to work. Oh, do now, yeah. I'm going to do. I'm going to watch Guillermo del Toro's new film. I'm going to try oh. and do a bit of writing as well, mate. I'm trying to do a bit of writing. Back in the game. Uh, mm-hmm. Cheers, guys, and we'll see you next week. Oh, before we wrap up, actually, do get an email, email spinspodcast, gmail.com, spinspodcast, like, review, and subscribe, as we do always, because we are on the apples. We, we've got an interview next week. Uh, we're going to keep our cast for test, and we'll just have to tune in and see who it is. Yeah.